KXPN Sports presents high school basketball. Battle on crossover. Dumps it to the corner to Scout Simmons. Simmons throws over the top of the zone to uh, Elo. High post Simmons. Turnaround jumper by Scout is in. Hitting a lot of shots. That's the first for Scout. That's the seventh Bronco to score in the first quarter. Tonight from Minden, it's the boys' semifinals of the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament. High school basketball in ESPN Tri-Cities is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Tries to get his own rebound, but the win goes to Quinn Johnson, his third board of the quarter. He'll bring it up the floor, jump stop right baseline, Euro step up and in. Johnson now with 22 points in the basketball game. Tonight's semifinals matchups are exactly the same as last season, with defending champion Amherst battling Elm Creek in game one, with Loomis looking for revenge against Ansley Litchfield in semifinal number two. It's the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament coming up next, but first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Minden with ESPN Radio's Randy Bushcutter right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. As promised, we're back here in Minden. Let's give you uh, our uh, starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank to Better Bank. Ian Carney will begin, first of all, for Loomis. They will be the home team here today. Their starters are Shea Swanson, a six-foot-tall senior, who is averaging 10.8 points and 4.2 rebounds per contest. Also, Quinn Johnson, a 6'3 senior, who averages 24.2 points and 9.3 rebounds. And who knows how many three-pointers being the leading three-point shooter in the history of state basketball here in Nebraska. Cale Nelson, a 5'11 sophomore, is averaging 5.5 points and two rebounds a game. Aiden Perry, 5'10", and a senior, is averaging 9.6 points and 2.6 rebounds. Christian Blinko is a six-foot-tall senior who is averaging 5.8 points and 4.4 rebounds here for head coach Drew Billiter. And now for the Ansley Litchfield Spartans, their starters will go like this. Calvin Finley, a 5'8 senior who is uh, on the season averaging about nine points and 3.2 rebounds per ball game. Sam Loy, a 5'11 senior, is averaging 5.6 points and 3.5 rebounds. Caden Holm is a 6'4 senior who's averaging 13.3 points and 7.8 rebounds. Luke Bailey is a 6'1 freshman who is averaging 5.3 points and 3.4 rebounds. Leighton Rohde is a 6'1 junior who on the season is averaging 12.1 points and 3.8 rebounds here for head coach Matt Drew. And that's your starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll be back with more of our pregame right after this. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the Better Bank. 
37 Ag in Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Loomis High School athletes good luck in this competition. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Nothing is better than cruising or fishing in a boat powered by a Yamaha outboard. They make fun dependable. This year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Get ready for summer at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. My son Ben was very healthy when he was born, and then when he was 15 months old, I realized he had autism. I think all my encounters that I had before I met Ben were meant to be so I could be a better parent to Ben. It's definitely made me a better caregiver and a better advocate for all of my patients because I have a better hey, understanding of the whole life and not just the talk? little glimpse you get when they're in the doctor's office. What's that? I chose Mary Lanning because it had a great reputation. Right, just, just text me the answer here, will you? Very okay. much like a family when you work here. Okay. What I love most about my job is getting to know the different individuals and families and being able to see that I make a positive impact in their lives. I'm Susie Gregg, psychiatric nurse practitioner at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Well, this year we got a rematch of all the matchups we had in the state in the uh, semifinals of the conference one year ago. And Amherst last year won their matchup against Elm Creek in the semifinals. Well, let's see whether or not Ansley Litchfield can recreate their dramatic win against Loomis from a season ago. Earlier this season, the two teams got together and Loomis won the week before Christmas by a final of 56 to 31. But quite frankly, uh, in talking with the two coaches, it, that was uh, kind of sidelined by the fact that Loomis shot the ball very well and Amsley Litchfield did not shoot the ball very effectively at all. And that can go a long way to make you look like a pretty good basketball team or you're having a rough night. In any event, we're all set and ready to get this one underway as uh, we've announced the non-starters and starters. We're shaking hands here at midcourt and we're just about ready to get this one underway and what promises to be a great matchup here on ESPN Radio. The winner, of course, will be taking on Amherst who uh, rolled today against Elm Creek and they will get together. The winner of this game will get together at 8 o'clock to take on Amherst and uh, whoever finishes second in our game this evening will end up playing for the consolation game at four o'clock. They'll be taking on Elm Creek and we'll have that game for you on ESPN radio as well. We're all set and ready to get this one underway. Jumping for Loomis is gonna be Johnson. He's working against home for Ansley Litchfield and Ansley Litchfield will have the basketball first as we start the basketball game. Finley will bring it up. They're looking at a little one, two, two zone as they give it off here for Bailey. Bailey throws on the left side. Loy, they try to enter it into him, and it's going to be intercepted here by Blinko. So Blinko comes up with it. Swanson on the attack. He's going to flip the ball back out for Nelson. Nelson kicks right back out here for Aiden Perry. Perry, a little runner from the free throw line, off that back iron and no good. Rebound tipped out here for Nelson. Nelson on the low block is going to step through. Kiss off glass, no good. And rebounded by Loy. 
So Hansley Litchfield holds defensively. They'll go on the attack as Finley brings it up. He'll throw right wing for home. And around the perimeter we go as Rody has it. Leighton Rody shut off in the seam of that zone. They tried to enter it in, and Blinko is going to be called for the foul. He reached in, and that'll be our first foul of the game against either team. So again for Loomis, it'll be Swanson, Johnson, Nelson, Perry, and Blinko. And for Ansley Litchfield, it's Finley, Loy, Holm, Bailey, and Rody. And the ball inbounded for Loy. Loy gets it in the paint for Holm, and Holm has his pocket pick by Blinko. Blinko then, he's robbed defensively by Rody. And now the pass on the inside. Quick little jumper here for Ansley Litchfield. That's going to be no good. And rebounded by Nelson. So we swap turnovers, but no points out of it. And in the offensive end, here's going to be Nelson. Nelson will give the ball back out here for Swanson. As the Spartans go in a little zone, here's a three-pointer. Going to be no good for Quinn Johnson, but an offensive rebound by Perry. Perry will take it off last. That one won't go. And it's going to be rebounded momentarily by Rody, and he's going to be fouled. Rody came out with it. Trying to get the ball back is going to be Perry, and that is going to be foul number one on him here in the game. Second as a team here on Loomis. So Finley brings the ball up. They'll face some pressure. He'll throw it up ahead here for home. He'll kick in the corner. There's Loy. He thought about shooting over the top of Blinko. Instead, he tries to enter it in. It's going to be knocked loose by Perry, and Blinko is going to come up with another basketball here. And Holm has it, and he'll step through off glass. Boy, it just spit out of there and rebounded by Bailey. So driving here is going to be Rody. Rody kicking out to Bailey. In the paint, they'll give it to Loy. Loy, little runner, is going to be no good. And rebounded by Johnson. Johnson in the offensive end. Looking at this zone. Will spin, and Johnson will take it all the way off glass. Good. Wow, what a drive there by Quinn Johnson. Of course, you got to respect his ability to shoot the three, but one reason why he gets open shooting for three is you worry about him driving past you, and he did it right there. Ball thrown up ahead here for Holm. Holm finds a cutter driving in as Finley. Finley can't get that one to go. It's going to be rebounded by Nelson. Nelson will throw the ball up court and slowing it down now is going to be Perry. Perry up ahead here for Swanson. He'll stop on the low block. Pass to Blinko is going to be knocked down. Good steal there by Holm as Loomis turns the ball over. Dribbling out with it is going to be Rody though. Rody, top of the circle, lost the ball. Knocked in the backcourt here by Swanson. They're going to call over and back. He knocked it loose, but before it went back over the uh, black line, it ended up going and be touched by Ansley Litchfield. So that turnover was forced by good work there, but the official got it right. And this officiating crew had a good night in our first game. As they let him play a little bit, but it, it never got never got chippy, never got dirty. Johnson's going to inbound the basketball here, and he'll drive all the way down the baseline. He'll elevate, and no good. Got his own rebound, and he's going to be fouled. They're going to call the foul before the shot. He was knocked down by Caden Holm, but Holm had the sportsmanship to help him back up. So Holm going to be called for his first foul, and first foul as a team here on Ansley Litchfield. Blinko gets it inbounded to him. They'll give it to Perry. Perry will use a screen. That's a moving screen. Yeah, Shea Swanson regrets that decision. That will be his first foul. So it's two to nothing. Loomis with the early lead. Spartans looking for their first points as we play three minutes here. Rody is across the timeline. He'll give it to Holm. Holm kicks in the corner here for Loy. Loy will look around, and off of a couple screens, he'll give it to Finley, and Finley will direct traffic 
as he looks at uh, this 1-2-2 zone, and they'll get right side for Bailey. Bailey drives down to the right wing, puts it on the baseline for Finley. He'll shoot the three. That's no good. Got his own rebound. Lost the basketball. It'll be picked up here by Bailey. Bailey hands off for Rohde, and uh, Ansley Litchfield keeps the possession going. Good hands there to keep that alive. Now right side, Rohde. He'll stop outside the paint, kick left side for Finley. Finley enters it on the baseline. Back to the high post here for Holm. Holm throws it in the corner. Here's a three by Rohde. It's up and good. Leighton Rohde drained a three after a lot of ball movement there by Ansley Litchfield. And they've got their first lead of the ball game at 3-2. So Swanson will bring up. And they'll be working against Rohde here. He'll stop in the paint. He'll lean in. Fire as he tried to fade away. It's no good. Rebounded by Rohde. And here come the Spartans on the run. Finley dribbles down, and he slid to a stop. That'll be a turnover. Unofficially, four turnovers here on Ansley Litchfield in the early going. Loomis with three. It is three to two in favor of the Spartans here. Swanson and Johnson are going to bring the ball up court. Clay Meyer checks in here for Loomis. And also Gabe Kimball. So a couple of subs in here for the Wolves. And they'll bounce it here on the right side for West Tromke. Make that three substitutions. Loose ball is going to be picked up by Meyer as it was deflected momentarily. Swanson now has it. Swanson will dribble to this left side where he's picked up by Leighton Rohde. Swanson uses the screen, drives down to the baseline, throws it in the corner here for Kimball. Kimball picked up defensively by Loy, so they try to get it down low for Swanson. Ball is going to be knocked loose. That's a Loomis turnover. But Angela Litchfield can't run out with it, so Rohde will be the last across the timeline. Looking at a 1-2-2 zone here, and they'll get it in the paint for Loy. They collapse on him. He'll step through, and he'll score. Sam Loy with a great power dribble to go from about 15 feet down to about uh, 10 feet with a good step there, and it is 5-2. A little spin move here by Johnson. He'll put up a fadeaway. It's no good, and Sam Loy pulls down the board. Spartans on the run again. Finley with the penetration, kick into the corner after the jump stop. Rohde for three, that's an air ball. Rebounded by Johnson, and here come the Wolves on the run. The Wolves prowling forward to the offensive end as Swanson will throw it here on the right side for Tromke, and here's an NBA three, good! Quinn Johnson is in range because he's in the gym. And that one was from about 28 feet away with a hand in his face, and he still drained it. Sam Loy on that left side. We'll kick into the corner for Rohde, and Rohde walked with it. He was trying to pass it in underneath, and he just didn't get his footing straightened out before he threw the ball up court. So 5-5 is our score, 2.18 to go, and the energy for this start of the game has been really, really high. So on the bounce here is going to be Swanson. He'll give it to Tromke on that right side. He's picked up defensively by Bailey, and they'll give it off here for Gabe Kimball. Over here for Swanson. Swanson just a step behind that three-point arc. Gives it here for Gabe Kimball. And then everywhere that uh, Johnson's going, Calvin Finley is staying right there with him. And right now with the basketball is Johnson. Johnson will spin. He'll shoot off the iron and no good, and rebounded by Sam Loy. He's got three rebounds here in the early going. Finley brings in the offensive end. He'll kick out here for Zach Loy. He thought about the three, but he'll give it to Finley. Nice entry pass down low, and Holm will kiss it off the glass and in. 
very quickly, just tic-tac-toe with that pass, and Holm, the beneficiary of a nice assist. Swanson brings it up. He'll stop in the paint, kick out here for Tromke. He'll shoot the three and hit the three. Wes Tromke drains the three-pointer, and Loomis back on top here, 8-7. to seven. Daly will bring it across the timeline. He's in a little trouble as they trap him, but he's able to find Finley, and then Finley has his pass deflected. That'll be a turnover. On the attack here is going to be Swanson. He dribbles behind the back. He's going to flip it back out to Johnson. Johnson for 30 feet away, no good, and rebounded by Holm. And Holm will help bring the ball up court here, and he'll hand the basketball off for Finley. Over for Zach Loy. Over there for Bailey. Bailey, as he's being trapped, gives it on the baseline here for Holm. 40 seconds to go. Kick into the corner. Here's Finley for three. Off the iron and no good. High for the rebound is Johnson, his fourth of the quarter, and he'll be on the attack. He'll spin. He has his shot blocked, but there's a foul. He's got that little spin move. There ended up being uh, three jerseys in front of him, but the foul is going to be called on Caden Holm, and that is going to be his second. I'm sorry, they gave that to Sam Loy. My apologies, that's his first. And so Johnson will go to the line, and he's going to shoot two. And the first free throw is up and good. Johnson, 88 out of 100 from the free throw line on the season. I can figure that math out in my head. He's an 88% free throw shooter. And his second free throw here is up and good as well. So Johnson makes both of them. He's got seven points in the game. And it is 10-7 in favor of Loomis. This is the largest lead either team has had here in the early going. Taking his time, bringing it across the midcourt stripe is going to be Calvin Finley. He'll break the free throw line, the stripe here with 20 seconds to go. Brody plays a little catch here with Finley. Finley being picked up man-to-man -man here. We'll hand the basketball off for Brody. 10 seconds left. Brody throws on the right wing here for Zach Loy. Zach looking for somebody off of a screen. They give it to Finley. Finley, a turnaround three, no good. Rebound picked up by Blinko. Blinko's going to fire from midcourt, and the three-pointer at the horn is no good. So one quarter's in the books, and Loomis has a 10-7 lead over Ansley Litchfield. We'll be back with the second quarter right after this. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. And welcome back to our broadcast booth, brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road here, bringing you the play-by-play. -play. Carney Towing's on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-doing towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. A little bit of a delay here because they're having some uh, difficulty down at the scorer's table. 
think they had uh, kind of a reset with the uh, clock here, and they're getting everything all straightened out. They got the right time up there. They got the right score up there. I think they just hadn't figured out something was going on with the countdown process. All right, somebody whacked it on the side, so I think we're good to go now. I don't believe that person was Arthur Bonzarelli. I don't believe. Well, over on uh, Power 99, Central City is leading in uh, their game against Wood River. That game is 6-5 to five at the end of one quarter over on Power 99. Here, the pass right side. Aiden Perry's going to shoot a long three. Offensive rebound by Blinko. Blinko shot's going to be no good. And Zach Loy is going to pull down the board here for Ansley Litchfield. Good look there for the Wolves, but they couldn't cash in. So up court, Grody. Gave it away, gets it back on this right side. It'll be picked up by Johnson. Off the screen, they give it to Holm. Over there for Finley. Off the screen, they give it to Zach Loy. Loy's going to be shut off by Blinko. And they'll give the ball out here for Holm. Holm on the right side for Loy. And the three-pointer for Zach is going to be no good, but he got his own rebound. And he'll back out as he's going to be picked up there man-to-man by Cale Nelson. So they throw here right side for Rohde. Rohde between the circles for Holm. And now off a screen, Finley has it, but nice job there by Christian Blinko to fight through that screen. And so they'll give it back out here to home, and they're going to just reset thing. His dribbling near the midcourt is Finley. He'll take it in the center jump circle. He'll kick to Loy and drive in on that left side, and the pass is going to be stolen away. Swanson with the steal. Swanson on the drive, missed it. Going to be pulled down here by Loy, and so they can't cash in. Good job there by Loy making that, uh, that uh, layup pretty tough. Holm is going to drive on the baseline. Caden Holm stepped on the baseline, trying to work his way around a couple of Loomis defenders, and he goes out of bounds. Spartans make a substitution, and uh, because of that, they got their starters out there now. Finley, Loy, Holm, Bailey, and Rohde. So Johnson will bring it across. He'll spin at the free throw line. He'll be driving here against Finley, and he'll lay it off the glass and in. Quinn Johnson with a great drive there as he's got now nine in the ball game. Right side, Caden Holm throws it back in the corner here for Finley. He'll drive the baseline. Nice extra pass. They give it to Loy, and Loy's fouled on the body as he put up a shot. So he'll step to the stripe for a couple. 12-7 our score, 6.08 to go here before halftime. And to the line, Sam Loy, who is a 55% free throw shooter. And the free throw here is good. Second free throw on the way, perfect. So Loy hits both free throws. Makes it now 12-9 as we played a couple minutes of the second quarter. Swanson's just going to hand the ball off here for Nelson. Nelson shut off defensively by Loy, so he'll penetrate. Kick over here for Perry. He'll fire the three and hits the three. Aiden Perry, another three-pointer. That is the third as a team here for Loomis. The first one for Perry. And it is a 15-9 lead. Loy enters it in the paint for Holm. Holm with three jer white jerseys around him, missed it. Bailey got the offensive rebound and bucket, though. Luke Bailey pulled down the board and the bucket as he was able to sneak in on that backside and pull down the rebound. 
Swanson will dribble down to the baseline. He'll stop at the elbow, and he'll throw it in the corner here for Aiden Perry. He'll drive the baseline off glass. Good. Aiden Perry getting hot. He's got five straight points in the last two trips down the court. Hit a three and now a two, and the lead now is six for Loomis. It's 17 to 11, as on the bounce here is going to be Finley. Finley uses a little screen, will jump stop on the low block, turn around, fade away, is good. Calvin Finley not to be denied on that trip, as that had a degree of difficulty on it. Johnson's going to pull up in transition, fire the three, no good. Long rebound for Blinkow. Blinkow kicks out here for Nelson, and they're going to reset the offense. But it is Perry. He'll give now right side for Nelson. And Nelson will hand the basketball here for Swanson. Swanson, left side, thought about the three, but defense collapsed on him, so he'll kick out for Perry. Back around, Blinko has it. Blinko will dribble to the free throw line. He'll stop there, and he'll kick here on the left side for Swanson. He'll fire the three. That's no good. And going over the back for the rebound is Quinn Johnson. And so Johnson's going to be called for a cheapy foul here. Absolutely the right call, but that's uh, your, your leading scorer. You don't want making fouls like that. Clay Meyer, Gabe Kimball, and Wes Tromke checking in here for the Wolves. So a bit of a line change. With 4.20 to go here before halftime. 17-13 in a well-played energetic basketball game here between the two and three seeds of the Fort Carney Conference. Rhodey drives right side. He'll put up a long jumper that's too long, and Tromke will pull down the rebound here for Loomis. Wolves on the run. Swanson has it. Swanson will drive down to the baseline and lay it off with that left hand and good. Nobody stepped in front of him, and he was able to dribble around Leighton Rohde for that bucket. But on the back door, Luke Bailey will make the catch and the bucket. Rohde was able to find Bailey and snapped it through a little bit of traffic for an easy bucket here for Bailey. So each team doing a nice job scoring at point-blank range. Trompke on the baseline, gives it in the paint. Meyer, jumper, good. Little post move there by Clay Meyer, and he pulls up for the jumper. 21-15 our score as Loomis continues to hold on to that lead. Finley throws left side for Loy, back to Finley. They'll get right side here for Rohde. Finley, he'll shoot the three and hit the three. Calvin Finley drains the three-pointer, five and a quarter for him. And now Swanson will dribble on this, this right side. It almost feels like this game is whatever you can do, I can do better. Here's a three by Swanson, and he hits it. Shea Swanson drains the three. So the offense is holding serve here. Long pass up ahead for Rohde. Rohde's going to drive on the baseline, kick back out here for Finley. Finley gets it in the paint. Extra pass down low. The bounce pass to Bailey. Bailey shot no good. And the rebound eventually is going to be pulled down by Johnson. Johnson pulls down the board after a couple of good looks there. Johnson will bring it up. He'll kick right side here for Kimball. Kimball will penetrate. Kick over here for Tromke. His baseline jumper from eight is no good. Rebounded by Tromke, though. And he'll penetrate. Kick out for Johnson. Johnson going to drive past a couple of defenders. Kiss off glass. No good. Gets his own rebound. And he's going to be fouled on the floor. He was fouled on the rebound. He scored, but the whistle had blown while he was still on the way down. So 2.24 to go here before halftime. 24 to 18, Loomis with the lead. Luke Bailey called for his first foul. That's just three as a team here on Ansley Litchfield. 
So the inbound here is going to be Aiden Perry, who came in just a moment ago. He'll give it to Clay Meyer, and now back to Perry. He's shooting a three, no good. Rebounded by Meyer, and Meyer will score. So Meyer with the board and the bucket. And so they'll get off here for Calvin Finley. Finley kicks out here for Loy. Loy on the baseline for Bailey. Bailey shut off there, and he's going to be fouled on the body here by Clay Meyer, and that is going to be his first foul. That's just his first. That's six as a team, so... Uh, Ansley Litchfield's going to still have to inbound it, and they'll throw it between the circles here for Loy. Loy throws left side for Finley. Back to Loy between the circles. And now they'll try to get it down low, but they throw it too high, and it's going to be intercepted. That'll be another turnover. Coming up with the ball here is Trompke. He brings in the offensive end. He'll give to Meyer. Meyer hands off to Johnson. Johnson will spin. Johnson is going to be fouled on that spin. And so Calvin Finley will pick up the foul. That's his first, fourth as a team here on Ansley Litchfield. And so Loomis will inbound. It'll be Perry that will trigger it in. Perry inbounds it, but not until Drew Billiter's called the timeout. He was afraid of a five-second call. So Coach calls the timeout here with a minute 40 to go before halftime. It is 26 to 18, an eight-point lead for Loomis. This timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. Back after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. Good defense there by Ansley Litchfield. Kind of got uh, Coach Billiter a little nervous, so he called the timeout. And Quinn Johnson will then bound it, and immediately they get it to Swanson. Back to Johnson. He'll fire the three. No good off the inbounds. And over the back on the rebound here is going to be Rody. Rody going to be called for the foul. So a minute 35 to go. It will be inbounded again here by Shea Swanson. Swanson to trigger it in. Five-second count going on, but he's able to get it uh, to Clay Meyer, and he immediately hands off here for Quinn Johnson. Johnson staying right there with him is Calvin Finley. He knows what flavor of gum he chews because he can smell it. He's been with him all night. Swanson will take it at the free-throw line. He'll spin, he'll step through, and he'll lay it off the glass. That is a pretty play for the senior, Shea Swanson. That little spin move, and to do that without traveling, that was clean, and he now has seven points in the quarter, and the lead is 10 here for Loomis. 28 to 18 on the baseline, Loy enters it in the paint here for Holm. Holm kicks the ball back out for Loy. He'll fire the three, that's no good. A lot of contact on the rebound, and the foul on the shot. Luke Bailey got the rebound, and now he's going to get to the free throw line as he was fouled going up. And there was a lot of white jerseys around him. They decided that Aiden Perry was the one to call for the infraction. And so Bailey, a 56% free throw shooter, will go to the line and shoot a couple. 
Free throw is up and good. 56.5 to go before halftime. 28-19 is our score. We'll talk with Amherst head coach Eric Rippon at halftime. The free throw is up and good here for Bailey. Of course, we'll also check some scores and the stats from this game as well. 28-20 as he makes both free throws. Swanson will bring the ball up. Left wing, they'll give it for Perry. Perry will bounce it over here on the bounce pass for Nelson. Nelson working against Lloyd, drives down to the baseline, and we're going to call a little foul here, I believe, on Sam Loy. That will be his second. That's just five as a team, six as a team, rather. And Zach Loy is going to come in here for Sam. And Blinko going to check back in. So they will inbound the basketball for Swanson, and around the perimeter we go. They'll give it off here for Johnson. Johnson will drive, take it off glass, no good. Rebounded by Rohde, so here comes Ansley Litchfield. They'll throw it up ahead here for Finley, 28 seconds to go. Dribbling between his legs is going to be Finley. Finley taking his time. Going to work a little bit of clock here with 18 seconds left. And we're still working the clock. We'll see maybe about eight seconds to go. We'll get started. And at nine seconds, the pass is going to be stolen away. Swanson with the steal. Swanson with the layup. Two seconds left. Coming up with the ball is Finley. He'll throw from three-quarters court. It's no good. And with that steal and the layup on the other end, Loomis heads to the locker room with some momentum and a 30-20 to 20 lead. We'll step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up right after this. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers is all about the good and creating more of it. More drive through celebrations, more weekend traditions, more family dinners and lunches, more car picnics and road trips, more desserts, maybe more second desserts, more celebrating being together as much as we can. There's always room for more good and more Freddy's. Keep the good going with a taste that brings you back. I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. Loomis has the lead here over Ansley Litchfield, 30-20 to 20 at halftime. The winner of this game will be taking on Amherst for the conference championship tomorrow. Amherst rolled over Elm Creek, 68-33. to 33. Kind enough to join us to talk about it is Eric Rippon, head coach for the Amherst Broncos. And Coach, you guys look pretty good tonight. Yeah, not too bad. I mean, I think um, the defensive end really got us going offensively and um, our pressure early on, we got a couple steals and then um, that led out to some layups and then that just opens everything up early on. Yeah, you guys scored, then stole the inbounds pass and bang, bang, you're up 5 nothing, and they just kind of built a momentum that you never really, uh, you, you never took your foot off the gas. Yeah, um, offensively, I think a lot of people know what we're capable of if we can get going. I knew 
Elm Creek was going to try to grind out offensive possessions for them, so I told our boys, you have to be ready to work for, you know, 45 seconds to a minute on the defensive end, and we can't just come down offensively and chuck up the first shot we have and then, you know, miss it and go play another minute, you know, defensive session. So I thought our kids were really patient offensively and kind of took what they gave us, but the end of the day we're going to be shooters and we're going to shoot the ball still and you guys defensively i thought really manned them up extremely well especially in that first half and after a while i think elm creek felt like man I'm, they're, they're, they've made so many steals on us i think it sped them up playing in a, a pace faster than what they wanted to yeah definitely um and that's what i mean we told the kids before the game defensively we've got to get it done tonight um offense will take care of itself but defensively if we can continue to hold them under 10 points a quarter, you know, and keep them under that 40-point mark, I think we're going to have a good chance to win. And, again, we just we tried to put pressure on them to speed it up a little bit, and I thought they did speed up and go, like you said, a little quicker than they would have liked. Uh, Josh Klingelhofer had a very Josh Klingelhofer kind of day. He finished with 20 points and 11 rebounds. That uh, he's, a, he, he's really kind of the glue that holds a lot of things together for you. Yeah, um, he's really starting to come on strong here. Um, he's starting to figure it out for being a wrestler the last three years. Um, he's, he's like surprising some people and we always knew that, you know, if he could just, you know, game experience, he was going to continue to get better and better. And, um, he's long, you know, he's six, five and he's long and he's starting to again, figure out how to move. And he, you know, he had a lot of assists just, you know, cause guys would double him, um, and everything. And then defensively, like I said, he's just long. He doesn't have to do a whole lot. He can just kind of stand there, but he works his tail off and gets a lot of rebounds with it. You know, he had to be conflicted because he's an Amherst Klingelhofer and he's 6'5". I mean, so one's a basketball thing, the other one's a wrestling thing. But he certainly stepped up for you guys big tonight. And I really loved how you guys moved the ball around, how well you, 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 you passed the ball. Elm Creek's a good basketball team, and they're a good defensive squad. But you guys really snapped that ball around and moved it very well. Yeah, um, and that's been a big emphasis of uh, practice here lately is to really um, focus on our ball movement um, and really getting that defense to work and try to open things up. I mean, we have five scores on the court at all times to where we're kind of hard to guard in that sense. But, um, yeah, I thought our kids took care of the ball for the most part. I don't know how many turnovers they had, but it couldn't have been a ton, honestly, and we knew that that was going to be a big part. And then just not let them outwork us for all the loose balls and little things, and I thought we took care of that tonight. Well, I had you with eight turnovers on the night. You turned over eight times, and I think six of those were in the first half, and like four of those six were in the first four minutes of the game. Yeah, yeah, and we knew if we could keep it under 10, that's always a goal for us, um, and especially in big games against a good, solid defensive team like Elm Creek, if we could do that. I knew we were going to have a chance to win. Yeah, and you forced 16 turnovers, and a lot of those, and, and again, a lot of those end up being layups on the other end of the court. I think you look at your shot chart, your shot chart is going to show that you guys were at point-blank range quite a bit. Yeah, um, this is probably one of our lower totals of three-pointers made, and we still, you know, put almost 70 points up on the board. So try to take one thing away from us of our shooting, and we still have guys that can get into the paint and get going offensively. and. And, yeah, just getting out in transition. All right, let's talk a little real quick. And, again, I'm not going to ask you who you want to play or anything like that, but just analyze for me a little bit what you're seeing tonight between Loomis and, and Ansley Litchfield here. Yeah, uh, both two very good teams. Um, do a lot of good things both ways. Obviously, Loomis has Johnson where he can go off for 40, you know, at any night, and you've got to guard him, you know, anywhere on the court. Um, and then Swanson does a really good job of getting into the paint and finding him and, um, and their role guys just, they know their role. You know, Aiden Perry can get hot from three and get going um, in that sense. And then you have Ansley on the other side who's, you know, maybe outmatched a little bit on some nights, but they are going to work extremely hard and you cannot let them outwork you. And 
Um, they're going to play solid defensively, and they just know what they're supposed to do offensively. And so they bring a lot of matchup problems. Home, home is very good inside, too. So um, either way, should be a fun one tomorrow. We're excited. The atmosphere is going to be awesome and everything. So hopefully our kids get rested up and, you know, best of luck to these guys. Yeah, well, I appreciate the time, Eric. Good luck to you tomorrow. Appreciate yeah, time. Yeah, thank you very much. That's Eric Rippon, head basketball coach here for Amherst. They win at 68-33, to and here at halftime, Loomis is leading Ansley Litchfield 30-20 to here at halftime, and we'll take a look at our halftime numbers right after this. In this business, the time that counts is right now. And through it all, Nutrien Ag Solutions delivers agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Put time on your side. Find your local crop consultant at NutrienAgSolutions.com. This broadcast is made possible in part and proudly sponsored by Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms of Loomis. We appreciate all the hard work and dedication of our area athletes, coaches, and parents. You work hard every day to be the best you can be. Teamwork is key in everything you do in and out of the game. Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms, a very proud supporter of all the area teams. Best of luck and go Loomis Wolves. It's cold outside and you want a hearty hot meal. In a hurry, at a great price. Too much to ask? Not at Amigos. Now till February 15th, any Amigos enchilada dinner is just $5. Our made-to-order enchiladas are stuffed with cheese or taco meat and smothered with homemade enchilada sauce. Complete with Mexican rice and slow-cooked beans, this $5 meal will warm you up and fill you up. Hurry in now for $5 enchilada dinners at Amigos. All right, checking our halftime numbers for Ansley Litchfield, who trail at 30 to 20 here at halftime. They're being led so far by Luke Bailey. He's got six points and two rebounds. Calvin Finley has five points, one rebound. Sam Loy with four points and four boards. Three points, three rebounds for Leighton Rohde. Two points and a rebound for Caden Holm. Elsewhere, Zach Loy has a couple of rebounds off the bench. For Loomis, a couple of players with nine points. Quinn Johnson, nine points and six rebounds. Shea Swanson, nine points, all of them in that second quarter. Uh, elsewhere, three points and two rebounds for West Tromke. Aiden Perry has five points and a rebound. Clay Meyer, four points and a rebound. And Kristen Blinko has three rebounds here in the first half. Loomis winning the rebounding battle, 16 to 14. Ansley Litchfield has turned the ball over eight times compared to only five here for Loomis, and Loomis leads it 30-20 to 20 here at halftime. That wraps up our Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Back with the third quarter after this. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney, also Holbridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. 
And welcome back here to Minden. We're getting close to getting ready for the third quarter in here. And let's uh, get you all set as Ansley Litchfield. They will have the basketball first to start the third quarter. And for Loomis, they're going to go with their starters. Swanson, Johnson, Nelson, Perry, and Blinko. And for the Spartans, their starters are out there as well. Finley, Loy, Holm, Bailey, and Rohde. And there's the whistle, and we're all set and ready to go. So Loomis is going to zone it here a little bit. 1-2-2 zone or a 3-2 zone. They play pretty flat on that free throw line. And they'll throw the ball on the right side here for Holm. Holm will penetrate a little bit, kick out for Bailey. Bailey will shoot over the top of the uh, defense with Nelson. It's no good. Coming up with a rebound is Perry on the ground. Perry from his knees is able to get it up ahead here for Johnson. Johnson over for Swanson. Swanson on the baseline has it taken away, but they're going to call a hold. Actually, that's going to be on Swanson trying to get the ball back. Leighton Rohde made the steal, and then he was fouled by Swanson, who was trying to get the ball back. That will be Swanson's first foul of the game. So a turnover here by, Ans by Loomis. Ansley Litchfield making the defensive play. Loy will kick it back out here for Finley. Spartans kick it out. Here's a three-pointer by Rohde, top of the key. No good, and the long rebound by Perry. Perry up ahead for Swanson. Swanson's going to step through. Lost the ball on the way up because he was fouled. They have a whistle here. And so it'll be Swanson going to the free throw line for a couple. So Swanson, 44% free throw shooter. It's a pretty good free throw shooting team, but Swanson struggles just a little bit. The foul is going to be on Rohde. That's going to be his third. And the free throw by Swanson is up and good. He's got 10 points in the game and has one more free throw coming up here. Second free throw is up, and it is good. So he makes both of them. And they'll throw here right side for Bailey. Bailey gives for Finley. Finley lobs it on that backside, Rody, but it was too high. Rody couldn't hold on to it. Good idea, and they just threw it too high for Leighton Rody. He'd snuck in that back door, and they just missed him. So here comes Swanson in the offensive end. And he'll dribble on this right side, use a little bit of a screen. He'll penetrate. He'll try to kiss it off glass. Does. Missed it. Offensive rebound. Blinko gets the bucket. So Blinko with the board and the bucket. That was a great offensive play there. As Holm is going to kick it back out to the elbow. Here's Rohde kicking it for three. Finley, no good. And rebounded by Johnson. So Johnson will bring the ball up ahead here, leading three-point shooter in the history of the state of Nebraska. And he'll get it on the baseline, and there's going to be a foul. Bucket is up. It is going to count. Somehow muscling that up was Christian Blinko as he was being hacked hard, putting up the shot, and he muscled it up there, and it went high up the glass and in. Wow. And the foul on... Is going to be on uh, home. That'll be his second. Free throw is no good, though. And coming out with it here is going to be Rohde. Rohde brings it up court. He'll throw right side here for Finley. And Finley lost the basketball. That'll be another somewhat unforced error here for Ansley Litchfield. And they need something positive to happen. 
Now part of that could come here on defense as Swanson brings it up, already up, leading it 36-20. to 20. And they'll lob it on this right side, and they do knock the ball loose. There wasn't much of a window there, and Luke Bailey comes up with the basketball. They were trying to connect with Johnson, but he was well covered. And now a three-pointer that's an air ball for Rohde. It'll be rebounded for Johnson. Johnson still dribbling. He'll step back. He'll fire and W and he'll a long three-pointer. It's no good. And Blinko with a board and another opportunity at the free throw line because he was fouled. And that one was from about 35 feet there by Johnson. And that ended up being an air ball, but Blinko underneath the uh, hoop was able to make the catch. And then he's fouled by Holm, so he's going to have two free throws. And Blinko, a 60% free throw shooter, makes the free throw here. They're 66% as a team. That's not too shabby at all. Free throw is up and good. Blinko with six points, all of them here in the third quarter. And the first eight points since halftime go to Loomis. So a 10-point lead is now an 18-pointer. Finley will drive on the baseline. He'll kick the ball back out here for Bailey. Bailey on the drive. Going to be whistled for a walk. So for Loomis, they could not have asked for a better start to the third quarter here. They build a 10-point halftime lead, and they've nearly doubled it here in the first three minutes. That's over and back. That's over and back. Aiden Perry bringing it up. Going to give it to Quinn Johnson. And Johnson had not established himself in the backcourt. That is over and back. Even the ball, yeah, never mind. Bringing it up is going to be Finley. Officials got it right. Finley from the free throw line. Defender goes in the air. He waits for him to land. He shoots, missed it. Johnson pulls down the rebound. He's got nine in the game. Kick out now for Swanson. He'll hand off here for Perry. Perry's pass stolen away. Here's Loy with the steal and the layup. Sam Loy with the bucket after forcing the turnover. And then the long pass nearly stolen away. Now Rohde comes up with it. They're going to tie it up. They're going to tie it up. Possession arrow is going to be pointing to Loomis, so they're going to maintain the possession here. And that's really what Ansley Litchfield needs to do. They need to make some turnovers. They need to get some turnovers, get some layups, build a little bit of momentum here. They're down by 16, but they can't play methodical basketball. They're going to have to have that uh, little run that they make at the Wolves here. Perry, we're dribbling up, and Coach Builder wants the timeout, and he's going to get it. 38-22, 4.34 to go here in the third quarter. Loomis with the lead and the timeout, brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. Platte Valley Auto, Heartland Chevrolet, is Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry. Sales, service, parts and tires, great selection of new and pre-owned Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep and Ram, Chevrolet Buick. Three stores in the Heartland to serve you best. Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington. Over 400 new and used to choose from. PlatteValleyAuto.com or HeartlandChevrolet.com. Or stop by and see us. Platte Valley Auto, beautiful downtown Lexington, top of the hill, Kearney, Heartland Chevrolet, Lexington, Southside. 37 Ag and Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. 
Well, the Plant River Preps Athletes of the Month are Miles Sad of Donovan Trumbull and Libby Troush of Adams Central Girls Basketball. You can submit your nominations on PlantRiverPreps.com. Winners receive a certificate and a Plant River Preps shirt presented by B&B Carpet and Donovan. You can see this month's winners and all of our past winners at the Athlete of the Month tab at PlantRiverPreps.com. Loomis with the basketball. Swanson's going to drive, and Swanson's going to get fouled on that left side. He went in on the attack, and he's going to be fouled there by Holm, and that's going to be his fourth. So Caden Holm now has picked up, I think, three straight fouls. I think the last three whistles against Ansley Litchfield have been uh, Caden Holm fouls. Swanson at the free throw line, up and good. You don't want to send him to the line. You know, he's a 44% free throw shooter, but he's three for three tonight, and he's, I don't think he's touched the net. The free throw here is up and good. Yeah, he remains perfect from the free throw line. So really the uh, poorest free throw shooter for Loomis is perfect four for four here in the game. That gives you an idea how well they're doing tonight. They're up by 18. And they'll give it out here for Zach Loy. Loy gets it back. Zach will fire the three. That's going to be off the iron in that corner. And going to be rebounded by Blinklow, who's been a beast here in the second half. Johnson will dribble up. He'll be stopped by Finley. Again, Finley has stayed with him very well. Johnson will dribble, hand off here for Nelson. Nelson kicks in the corner. That's going to be Perry, who's used up his dribble. He's in a little trouble, so he'll give it to Blinko. Blinko dribbles, kicks out for Nelson. Nelson will penetrate. Be a lot of traffic down there, and they block it clean. I think that was blocked by Sam Loy. That's going to be a hell ball, and it's going to be Spartan basketball here. West Tromke, Clay Meyer checks in the ball game here for uh, Loomis. Also Gabe Kimball. Finley will bring it up. The pass is going to be stolen away. Here's Swanson for the layup, and he'll make the bucket. So the errant long pass, Shea Swanson, will make Ansley Litchfield pay, and the lead is now 42-22. Ansley scored only two points here in the quarter. Driving on the baseline here is Rohde. He'll miss it, and it's going to be rebounded by Gabe Kimball. Kimball will throw it across here for Tromke. He's across the timeline. Back out here for Swanson. Swanson will drive, will scoop, and be fouled. I think they'll give that one to Sam Loy. Yep. Still got three minutes to go here in the third quarter, so there's still plenty of time for Ansley Litchfield, but holy buckets. Lumitz has a 42-22 lead, and the free throw here for Swanson is no good. I jinxed him by talking about how well he shot free throws here in the, first, in the uh, third quarter. It's his first miss, still four out of five. And the free throw here is up and no good. And getting the rebound is Johnson, but he pushed over the back to do it. That'll be his second. First tip, I think he was okay because he wasn't boxed out. Second tip, he was being boxed out, so they, so he did commit the foul. So bringing it up here is going to be Finley. Finley will look at this 1-2-2 two, two zone. Finley will pull up and fire the three. That's no good. Up high for the rebound is going to be Bailey. And Bailey has the ball knocked out of his hands and out of bounds. So we'll stay with uh, Ansley Litchfield. So they'll inbound on the baseline. And they'll work it around the perimeter. Loy 
Off the screen, we'll give it on that right side. Driving is Finley, and Finley's going to be fouled by Clay Meyer. Meyer's going to be called for the block. That's going to be the third team foul here on Loomis. Second personal foul on Clay Meyer. Finley to toss it in on the baseline. And his pass is going to be deflected by Gabe Kimball. Nothing's easy. Now they'll inbound on the sideline. Ansley Litchfield only two points here in the quarter. Inbound scored 12-2 in the quarter, and a 10-point lead has become a 20-point lead. Finley going to hand off here to Loy. Loy gives left side for Luke Bailey. Back on this left side for Finley. And now they'll throw it on the right side here for Rody. Rody to the free throw line. Back out for Loy. Loy's going to drive a scoop, and he missed it, but he's fouled. So Sam Loy will shoot two where Loy is a 55% free throw shooter. That's going to be on Meyer. His third, team's fourth of the second half. And Loy now with six points in the ball game will have two free throws with 2.14 to go in the third, and the first one is up and good. Zach Loy reporting for duty for the Spartans. And Loy's second free throw is up and good. So he's got eight in the game, four of them coming in this quarter. Swanson brings in the offensive end. He'll drive down to the paint, and he'll pivot, take off glass, and lay it up and in. He faked the pass back out, and then was able to lean back in, pivoting off that pivot foot. And push that lead back out to 44-24. Less than two minutes to go here in the third quarter. Bailey between the circles for Loy. Loy, right side here for Bailey. Over there for Finley. Finley gets it on the baseline for Loy. That's Sam Loy. And they'll give it off here for Finley. Finley, double team. So he'll kick the ball back out for Sam Loy. Loy lost the basketball, but he gets it back. And he's going to give the ball out here for Zach Loy. Zach Loy penetration. Back out to Finley. He's going to shoot the three. Rebound bouncing around. Swanson finally comes up with it. And Swanson's going to be fouled. Or it's going to be a hell ball. It's a hell ball. Possession arrow is pointing to Swanson and the Loomis Wolves. So they'll get the basketball here. And we'll move the possession arrow as soon as Shea Swanson... Gets the ball inbounded to him. He'll be picked up by Rohde. He's across the timeline. And he'll kick the ball back out here for Clay Meyer. Meyer over for Kimball. Kimball will shoot the three. Oh, that's a two, rather. And Gabe Kimball will rattle it in. Clay Meyer gave it to him. Start backing in on his defender and say, shoot that. And that's exactly what he did, and he drained it. Bailey on the baseline. Gives it for Holm. Holm. Finds a little step through here for a Rody. Rody's going to kick through to Finley. Finley's three is no good. Rebounded by Meyer, and then Meyer's going to be fouled. Meyer got the rebound. Then he's going to be fouled there by Luke Bailey. That will be his second. Nelson and Perry checking in here for Loomis. 48 seconds to go here in the third quarter. 46-24, Loomis with a comfortable lead. On the bounce is Perry. 
Perry throws on that left side to Gabe Kimball. Kimball gives top of the circle here for Perry. He's going to shoot the three. No good. Rebound. Pulled down by Bailey for Litchfield. Ansley Litchfield gets it up ahead here for Rohde. Rohde puts up a tough layup. That's no good. Rebounded by Kimball. And Kimball will slow it down a little bit. 22 seconds left. On the dribble here is going to be Tromke. And Tromke is going to be fouled by Rohde. That's going to be his fourth. So Leighton Rohde's got four. Caden Holm has four. Sam Loy has three here for Ansley Litchfield. And Tromke will step to the free throw line for the front end of a one and one. He's a 63% free throw shooter, and that average will go up because he hits the front end of a one and one. To make it now 47-24 with 19 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Second free throw is up and good. So Tromke hits both of them. He's got five points in the game. Quickly, Finley's bringing it up. He'll penetrate, kick right side for Bailey. Bailey gets it at the low block here for Holm. Holm trying to throw it in the corner, missed the target of Calvin Finley. That'll be another turnover. And now almost 12 seconds left here for Loomis to add on to a 24-point lead. They have doubled up the Spartans here, 48-24. to Blinko's going to inbound it on the baseline. He'll give it to Tromke. Tromke on the run here. Across with eight seconds left. Pass is going to be stolen away by Bailey. Bailey's got it. Five seconds left. Step through. Shot off of the glass. No good. And it's going to go out of bounds with .7. And it belongs to Loomis. So .7 for Loomis to try to add on. And they're just going to inbound it. Take that .7 off the clock. And head to the fourth quarter with a 48-24 lead. We'll come back with that fourth quarter right after this timeout. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper. North of Railroad on 1st. On the bricks. Downtown Kearney for a free estimate. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. And welcome back here. We start the fourth quarter in Minden with Loomis leading Ansley Litchfield 48-24. to Meanwhile, over on Power 99, Central City and Wood River heading to the fourth quarter tied at 26. Doug Duda with a call on Power 99. Here they'll get the ball right side for Sam Loy. He'll try the three-pointer. It's no good. Quinn Johnson dribbles out with the rebound here for the Wolves. And he'll dribble behind the back, working against the pressure here of Rohde. He gives away, gets it back. Johnson thought about a 35-foot uh, three-pointer. Doesn't pull the trigger. Nelson has it down right side. And falling down is Nelson. And before he travels with the basketball, Drew Billiter calls the timeout. We'll take the timeout as well. It's still 48-24. Loomis with the lead and the ball. We're back after this. 
Don't miss out on Aurora Cooperative's Ace Summit Tuesday, February 15th inside Pinnacle Bank Expo Center at Bonner Park in Grand Island. Our keynote speaker is Super Bowl champion and former Green Bay Packers legend Jordy Nelson. Attend the general sessions, explore our trade show, and socialize at our evening reception. Our annual business meeting will be available virtually on Wednesday, February 16th. Learn more and register now at auroracoop.com. We'll see you at Aurora Cooperative's Ace Summit Tuesday, February 15th at Pinnacle Bank Expo Center in Grand Island. Both coaches tell me that they're uh, pretty healthy for this time of year. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting back to the game of life with two locations in Kearney. They'll kick it around the corner. Johnson will fire the three-pointer. It's going to be no good. And rebounded by Luke Bailey here for Ansley Litchfield. So their defense holds. They'll kick up ahead here for Rody. Rody has to move pretty quickly as we'll hand the ball back off here for Bailey. Bailey will step through, and uh, that little lean-in is going to get him to the free-throw line as he was fouled. And he'll get to the stripe for a couple. That's going to be on Kristen Blinko. That's just his second. Five as a team here on Loomis. Oh, and they're going to say it was before the shot. It was on the uh, jump stop. So Finley will inbound on the baseline. I was already getting ready for free throws. Finley will give it here for Bailey. Around for Loy. Left side, Finley's got it. Finley steps through. Nice little jump stop, and he'll go back up for the bucket. Calvin Finley, nice little penetration there. A little uh, one-handed runner. Perry will bring it across the double team, gives it to Blinko. He'll kick right side for Johnson. Johnson will bounce the ball back out here for Swanson. And Swanson over on this left side for Perry. They're looking to trap. And they double team, but they give it to Blinko. Blinko kicks it around. Pass down low, making the catch is going to be Johnson. Johnson with the catch and then the layup. The pass by Swanson actually hit the net as Johnson was right underneath the uh, net. And uh, Johnson then was able to make the catch and then the bucket. And we're going to have a foul. Otherwise, this would be a steal for Perry. And he was off to the races. So that's going to be a little foul here on Shea Swanson when he was putting pressure on that pass. So that'll be the sixth team foul. So essentially, both teams now are in the uh, bonus as the ball is inbounded for Finley. Finley throws it right side. It's bad pass. And Blinko comes up with the basketball here for Loomis. And he'll hand off for Swanson. Swanson's picked up by Rohde as he brings across the timeline. Dribbles behind his back. Takes it on this left side. They double-team him. And he'll step through and find an open man. That's Gabe Kimball all by his lonesome underneath the basket. From near midcourt to right underneath the hoop, Gabe Kimball caught the pass and got the easy bucket. Rohde's going to fire a three here in transition. It's no good. Rebounded by Johnson, but Johnson's going to be fouled by Holm. And that's going to be the final act of the game here for Caden Holm. He's going to foul out of the ball game with 5.55 to go here in the game. So he's got five with 5.55 left, and he'll finish with uh, two points and a rebound. And now on the other end of the court, Quinn Johnson will go to work, shooting the front end of a one-and-one. And, one. and he's an 88% free throw shooter, and that's with a, a lot of free throws Attempted and now made. Johnson hits the first, the front end of that one and one. And the second free throw here for Johnson is up. Hits that rim a couple of times, is no good, and rebounded by Zach Loy. 
who came in just a moment ago. Finley will bring it up here for the Spartans. And he'll throw in the corner there for Bailey. Bailey will pull the trigger on a three. That's no good. And up high for yet another rebound is Johnson. Johnson with 11 rebounds in the game. He'll handle the pressure, give it to Swanson. Swanson again across the timeline. Dribbles down this right sideline and is going to be pushed. And so it'll be Swanson who will go to the free throw line. Hit his first four. And then he missed his last two because the radio guy talked about how well he was shooting. They're going to overtime. They're in St. Paul between Central City and Wood River. They're tied at 38 as they head to overtime in the boys' semifinals of the Luplak Conference Tournament. So Swanson to the front end of a one and one, and the free throw is up, and it is good. Fifty-four, twenty-six. It'll be Loomis and Amherst, the top two seeds, playing for the conference title tomorrow. Second free throw is good. Have the game for you right here on ESPN Radio, about eight o'clock. Dribbling on the right side, Rody. Rody throws it here on the left wing for Zach Loy. Loy will pull up from about twelve. That's no good. Rebounded by Swanson. Swanson on the attack. Drives all the way through. He'll dump it on the baseline here for Kimball. Kimball will throw the ball back out for Johnson. Then Johnson's going to milk the clock here a little bit with five minutes to go. He'll stop at the elbow. Now into the paint, and he'll lean in, and Quinn Johnson will rattle that one in. He's got 14 in the game. And now a three-pointer. That's going to be no good by Sam Loy, and rebounded in underneath here by Johnson. For Johnson, that's going to be his 12th rebound of the game. And the three-pointer up, good for Quinn Johnson. So Johnson, relatively quiet second half, but now he's uh, coming to a live a little bit in this quarter. Here's Rody. He's going to kick the ball back out for Bailey. Bailey's going to fire a long three. That's no good. Swanson with the rebound. Swanson leads a two-on-one, and he's going to be fouled by Bailey. That's going to be his third. And Swanson will go back to the free-throw line. Ravenna leading uh, St. Paul in a consolation game of the Luplak Conference, 54-44. to They're in the fourth quarter. Here we're in the fourth. Loomis in command. Swanson at the free throw line for two, and the first one's no good. For Ansley Litchfield, uh, Ryan Bailey, and Jacob Heapy checking into the game. and the second free throw is no good, but an offensive rebound by Perry, and Perry's going to kick the ball over there for Tromke. Tromke's going to set off the offense. He'll hand off here for Swanson. Swanson on the baseline in a little bit of trouble. Will pivot, find Meyer in the paint. He'll give it back out here for Tromke. Tromke hands off for Perry. Perry, bounce pass on the baseline here for Meyer, who will give the ball back out for Perry. And now right side with it is Swanson. Swanson will use a little screen here. And we'll drive down to the baseline. His pass is going to be deflected, but Perry picks it up in the corner and gives for Tromke. Back over there for Perry after he got it back from Tromke. Tromke now has it on the left side with uh, 3.40 to go. Driving is going to be Tromke. And we're going to call a walk here. And that will be the 10th turnover on Loomis. (laughs) 
So Loomis will make some more substitutions. Tyson Essex checks into the ball game. Gunnar Hadley does as well. Luke Larson checks into the game. A little penetration here by Bailey for Ansley Litchfield. And they'll give it off for a three-pointer by Loy. That's going to be no good. Rebound pulled down by uh, Ashton Bemerwald. And Bemerwald is going to be fouled. That'll be a foul here on Tromke. And Ashton Bemerwald will go to the free throw line for the front end of a one and one. And the free throw is up and good. That'll give Bemerwald an opportunity to double his points here. As he hit the front end of the one and one. I'll give him the basketball back here with 3.24 to go. And the free throw is up, and it is no good. We got a lane violation getting in there a little early was Tyson Essex. Essex is quick. He's just not that quick. Got in there a little early. And this free throw is up the back of the iron. Bounces around, bounces around, and is good. So Bemerwald will make the uh, second free opportunity there. So he hits both free throws officially. And Luke Larson helps bring the ball up court here for Loomis. And between the circles, Tyson Essex has it. Essex dribbles on that left side, working against Bailey. And Bailey knocked the ball loose, but he'll be picked up here by Gunnar Hadley. And Hadley will give it off to his point guard. That's going to be Tromke. Tromke gives on the left side for Zach Rademacher. Rademacher's pass is going to be stolen away. Coming up with it is Bemerwald. Bemerwald lost it. It's going to be saved here for Ansley Litchfield, and then we're going to have a pushing foul. Catching the ball was Ryan Bailey, and then Bailey was pushed. So Bailey will go to the line for the front end of a one-and-one. And so Bailey for the front end of the one and one here. 2.50 to go. It's 60 to 28. The free throw is up and it is good. So Bailey will earn the second half here. The foul, by the way, on Zach Rademacher was his first. Second free throw is short and we got another lane violation. And that again will be on Loomis. So another opportunity here for Bailey. Caden Chapman going to check in. And the free throw is up, and it is no good. And Chapman, uh, Bailey rather, is able to pull down his rebound momentarily, but then Tromke took it away from him. So we're going to give Tromke credit for the rebound, and Loomis has the uh, basketball as they'll bounce it right side for Tromke. He could shoot over top of Heap if he wants to, but he's going to drive past him, go into the paint. Shot's no good. Got his own rebound, and his second shot is going to be blocked out of bounds here by Bemerwald. So we'll give credit to Tromke for a rebound there. Back into the game here is going to be Tyson Essex. Essex will come in for Tromke. The coaching staff brought him out because uh, he had three lane violations. Just talking about what that means. They'll inbound the basketball here for Luke Larson. Larson between the circles. It's a learning experience for the freshman. It's a great opportunity here to play in the conference tournament. Left side, Essex. Essex drives and loses the basketball here to Jacob Heapy. So Loomis with just their 11th turnover of the game. 
Still lead it by 31 with two minutes to go. A little penetration kick out for Bailey. Bailey dribbles behind his back, throws it down low. That's a nice pass. And Ryan Bailey will get that one off the glass and in. That was a nice little dish in underneath there by Bailey. Bailey to Bailey, and Ryan got the bucket because of the nice pass there by Luke. So Chapman has it. He'll give here on the right side for Gunnar Hadley. Hadley will split through the defense, and that's going to be a reaching foul here on Bemerwald. Ninety-nine seconds left to go here in the fourth quarter. Sixty to thirty-one. Loomis winning comfortably. Amherst won comfortably earlier tonight, so those two teams will play for the conference championship tomorrow. And at the free throw line right now, Gunnar Hadley. He'll have one more free throw because, the, well, essentially, Ansley Litchfield put him in the double bonus. Loomis has committed nine, eight team fouls, so there'll still be another one and one, more than likely, before this game's out. Hadley's second free throw is going to be short, and he gets his own rebound. So he'll try to throw the ball down low. Rademacher can't hold on to it. And coming up with it here is going to be the Spartans. Dribbling out with it is going to be Heapy. Heapy will go right side for Bemerwald. Bemerwald working against the pressure of Essex. Will take it to the free throw line in the hands of Josh Lewis. Lewis will kick it out. The three-pointer by Heapy is going to be no good. And Michael Smith pulls down the rebound. And we'll get the ball down low here for Ryan Bailey. And Bailey will score again. Ryan Bailey, five points here in the quarter. With a minute five to go, Loomis will bring the ball back up court here. Luke Larson playing the point guard. He'll throw it right side for Caden Chapman. Chapman driving. Chapman off glass, and he's going to be fouled. We'll see if they give that to Ryan Bailey or who they give it to. They're going to give it to number five, Joshua Lewis. And so there'll be two free throws coming up here for Caden Chapman. So Chapman shooting two. First one's up and good. So according to my numbers, that's the first made free throw, first uh, free throw attempts of the season. Chapman misses the second. And so Bemerwald will bring the ball up court. 50 seconds to go. He'll drive all the way in, take it off glass. Good. That's a pretty drive by Ashton Bemerwald. He's got four in the quarter. And on the bounce here is Larson. Larson dribbles all the way down. He'll take it off glass. No good. Defensive rebound here by Michael Smith. Smith brings it in the offensive end, and he'll give the ball here for Heapy. Heapy gives here on the left side. Dribbling with it is Bemerwald with 20 seconds left. Now driving is Heapy on the baseline. He'll drive, and he'll have the ball knocked right back at him, and he'll end up knocking it out of bounds, and the basketball is going to belong to Loomis. 16 seconds left, and taking his time is Luke Larson. Bring it in the offensive end. And he's just going to dribble this one out, and Ansley Litchfield is going to let him. So 61 to 35 is going to be our final score. And so Ansley Litchfield will take on Elm Creek at 4 o'clock for the boys' consolation. And the Loomis Wolves, the two seed, will play for the conference championship against top seeded Amherst at 8 o'clock right here on ESPN. Once again, our final 61 to 35. We'll step away for a moment and return with the new, new West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery postgame show coming up right after this.
Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. 37 Ag and Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. This is Bob from b Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring, but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. The quarterback counts on his O-line for protection in the pocket. You can count on me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau insurance agent, and McKenzie to protect your family's blindside no matter what life throws at you. We are here to handle all your auto, home, life, and business insurance needs. Don't scramble around working with multiple insurance companies. Contact us today at 308-234-2222 and see how we can help protect what matters most. Call me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent, or McKenzie at 308-234-2222. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. This broadcast is made possible in part and proudly sponsored by Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms of Loomis. We appreciate all the hard work and dedication of our area athletes, coaches, and parents. You work hard every day to be the best you can be. Teamwork is key in everything you do in and out of the game. Billiter Trucking and Billiter Farms, a very proud supporter of all the area teams. Best of luck and go Loomis Wolves. 
And we're back here in Minden where the Loomis Wolves win it comfortably 61-35. to And kind enough to join us is Drew Billiter, head basketball coach here for the Loomis Wolves. And first of all, congratulations. You guys look pretty good tonight. Yeah, thank you. I, I agree with you. I thought that um, overall we played pretty well. Um, you know, maybe uh, rebounding could have improved maybe a little bit early in the first half. But uh, defensively, I thought we did a good job. And uh, offensively, we settled in after, um, you know, kind of a, slow start well you, you may have slowly started with your rebounding but you ended up dominating the glass toward the end of the game I yes. I had the final numbers being 37 to 17 that's getting it done yes uh, in the second half um, you could tell we, we got um, uh, way more rebounds defensively and uh, we didn't allow them to get any second chances so um, yeah third and fourth quarter we rebounded really well so that was a big big uh, difference in the game and, it, again, it seems like I, I take a look at my book and there was somebody that had a big quarter for you, you know, just mm -hmm. kind of step through and, and, you know, in the, in that third quarter, you're up by 10 at halftime, which is mm -hmm. nice, but then Kristen Blinkow starts the, the third quarter just a man possessed. I think he got three rebounds and six points in the first three and a half minutes of the quarter. Yeah, yeah, Christian did a good job of getting, uh, getting us some offense and rebounding. And uh, when we get, uh, you know, Christian scoring for us and rebounding, we're, we're a tough team. But you also got points from where you usually get your points. Both Chase Swanson and Quinn Johnson had big nights tonight. I had Swanson with uh, 21 and Johnson with 17. You know, it's just nice to be able to kind of rely on them to, yeah. to, to step through for you. Yeah, they're seniors, and they've been here before. Uh, you know, we haven't gotten to the finals since uh, for the last three years. You know, we've, we've gotten beaten out the last three years. And, um, you know, I don't know when the last time we've been in the conference finals. It's probably been 10 or 11 years, I think, um, which is crazy for, you know, the success we've had the last five or six years. Yeah. So um, it was finally nice to get over the hump. You know, I was I was nervous about the game because last time, you know, we played zone. They didn't shoot well. So the men, or the game plan was, hey, let's, you know, if it, if it works, you know, don't change it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So. And I think you had some early, uh, you forced some turnovers, you end up uh, getting some fast break points, and that really kind of primed the pump a little bit for you guys offensively because the ball starts going in the cylinder. Now you get those longer range shots. Yep, yeah, yeah. The, the defense always leads to your offense. And, um, you know, Quinn got some shots going. And then, like you said, Shea's just so quick and athletic. And he started getting to the hoop. And when he did that, you know, it kind of uh, helped us, you know, just get some offense going. You know, at the end of that first quarter, you were leading at 10 to 7. It almost felt like it was going to be kind of a, a slow, grinding, kind of slugfest defensive thing. And then mm -hmm. what turned it? Um, you know, I'm not sure. Maybe just a few shots. Uh, like you said, uh, they missed a few shots. It turned into transition for us. And, and then I think Shea started making some plays. You know, I think he saw when he can get going, he's tough, he's quick, he's athletic, he can make plays, he makes everyone else around him better. So, um, you know, he, he had a really nice game for us. And, and like I said, just some other guys contributed and got some points for us. Like you said, Meyer did a good job of getting a few points here and there for us. And um, Perry hit a few shots early. So, uh, like you said, a lot of, you know, a lot of guys contributed, maybe not a lot, but they contributed when they needed to. Well, just to kind of back up your point, Shea Swanson finished with nine points in that second quarter. So that really yep. did get things going for you. Mm -hmm. All right, now we, we, we get to talk championship here a little bit. Uh, you're, you're facing a pretty good squad in Amherst. What are you guys going to have to do tomorrow? Well, I don't think we could play any worse in the first quarter than we did last time. We got down 23 to 1. Just, just a That's a hole. That's a that, hole. That's just a hole. You know, we probably ended up losing by 24, 25. After we got through the hole, like you said, we started playing. We started getting some buckets to fall. And they're a good team. You know, we just, the last time we just didn't come out and play well against them. So we need to come out and get some shots early. We need to uh, get some shots to drop and, 
uh, do the best we can to try and stop them. They're just so potent. They're so they're deep and they're talented, and you know they just they have all everything you want, and they're just they're a good C two school, and it's just a it's a tough matchup. Well, you guys' style and their style, I mean, it's, well, is it the first one to 70 tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, well, I'm guessing both teams are going to score a lot of points just because there's a lot of shooters. I mean, um, like you said, there's just, it's not in these kids' uh, DNA to slow down and, you know, pass the ball 10 times. So you're going to see a lot of scoring. And, you know, and if it is an up-and-down game and both teams are scoring, it is fun basketball. You know, the kids do enjoy that. And, you know, that's, it, it's a lot more fun than a 35 to 31, you know, run 10 screens and, you know, yeah. uh, you know, pound it into the post and all that. So, um, you know, we, we do need to get, you know, defensively, we need to, you know, stay in front. We need to make sure they don't get to the hoop and then do the best job we can to contest shots and, and then rebound. But, you know, they looked, they looked really good today from what I could see. Well, you know, you got the same thing can be said for you, my friend, 61 yeah. to 35. Nice win tonight. Yes. Thank you very much. Appreciate All it. All right. Congratulations. Nice win here for Drew Billiter and the Loomis Wolves. They'll play for the conference championship tomorrow following their 61 to 35 win over Ansley Litchfield. As you heard earlier, Amherst with a 68-33 win over Elm Creek. We're going to step away for a moment, and we'll come back with some uh, final numbers and kind of uh, put a little bow on this thing as we continue with more of the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show coming up right after this. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Kearney and Grand Island. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Attention local sports fans, Tri-City Sports are being televised on News Channel Nebraska. The statewide TV station just announced it will be showcasing a minimum of 35 high school games from the Grand Island, Kearney, Hastings area over the next year. From football, basketball, volleyball, soccer, and more, NCN will be covering our local teams for all of Nebraska to see. Watch News Channel Nebraska on Spectrum, Aloe Dish, or any other local cable provider. Find out more at newschannelnebraska.com and follow them on Twitter at NCN Sports. Welcome back here to Minden as it was Loomis with a 61-35 win over Ansley Litchfield. Let's check our numbers. We'll begin first of all for Ansley Litchfield. Leading the way was Sam Loy with eight points and four rebounds. Calvin Finley had seven points and one rebound. 
Caden Holm had a couple of points and one rebound. He fouled out with almost six minutes left to go in the game. Luke Bailey with six points and four rebounds. Leighton Rohde with three points, four rebounds. Late in the game, Ryan Bailey came in, and he finished with five points here in the contest. Uh, Zach Lloyd finished with three rebounds in the game, and Ashton Bremwald with four points and one rebound in the game. Meanwhile, for Loomis, we touched on this a little bit earlier. Shea Swanson led the way with 21 points and three rebounds. Quinn Johnson had a double-double, 17 points and 12 rebounds. Four points, two rebounds for Gabe Kimball. Five points, four rebounds for Wes Tromke. Aiden Perry with five points, four rebounds as well. Caden Chapman had uh, one out of two from the free throw line for a point. Clay Meyer with four points, two rebounds. And Christian Blinko had six points and six rebounds. Half his rebounds and all of his points came in about a four-minute stretch in the start of the third quarter where Loomis really opened up a 10-point lead out far enough. They got up about 20, and they win this one by a final score of 61 to uh, 35. Uh, by the way, Gunnar Hadley had a rebound. Uh, also with a couple of rebounds was Clay Meyer. Unofficially had Loomis winning the rebounding battle 37-17. to 17. And turnovers, because of the late stages of the basketball game, turned out to be fairly even. But Loomis certainly shot the ball very, very well. They win it 61-35. to 35. We're going to take one last break. We'll set the stage for what you're going to hear tomorrow here on ESPN Radio, as well as over on Power 99 in the Luplak Conference Finals, because Central City has made it into the championship game. They hit a three-pointer at the buzzer. They inbounded with two seconds left, hit the three-pointer off a deflected pass. They grabbed it, made the three-pointer, and they play for a conference championship by uh, picking up a really hard-fought win against Wood River, 46-43. to So that's what happened there, and we'll set the schedule for you here on ESPN Radio and Minden, as well as St. Paul and Power 99. We'll talk about all that when we come back after this. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can Find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. 37 Ag and Holdridge proudly sponsors this broadcast. At 37 Ag, we strive to use cutting-edge technology and management practices to feed and fuel a growing population for the next generation. 37 Ag owner Blake Johnson and family would like to wish the Lewis High School athletes good luck in this competition. Great food cold drinks, and shots of adrenaline. It's more than a night out. It's pulse-pounding action. This is Tri-City Storm Hockey, all season long at the Viero Center. This is the best game in town. For tickets and schedule, visit stormhockey.com. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. 
And welcome back. Let's set the stage that you'll hear tomorrow here on ESPN Radio. We'll begin a little bit before 2 o'clock. We'll have the girls' consolation game between Overton and Pleasanton. And then we'll have the boys' consolation game at 4 o'clock between Elm Creek and Ansley Litchfield. And then uh, at 6 o'clock, the girls' championship game between Amherst and SEM, followed by Amherst taking on Loomis in the boys' championship game. That'll be around 8 o'clock here on ESPN Radio. Over on Power 99 tomorrow, it will be at 2 o'clock, the girls' consolation game as well. That's where Ravenna will be taking on St. Paul. And then, uh, oh, excuse me, the uh, I had that backwards. Re- uh, Wood River and Ord will be playing in the girls' consolation game at 2 o'clock, followed by the uh, boys' consolation game, which will have uh, Wood River and uh, Centura getting together around 4 o'clock. Then at 6, the girls' championship game will have Ravenna taking on St. Paul. And then 8 o'clock, the boys' championship game will feature Donovan Trumbull taking on Central City, who had that dramatic win earlier today. Once again, our final score in this one, it was uh, a nice win here for the Loomis Wolves. They look pretty good. They win it 61-35 to over Ansley Litchville. We'll be back in action for you tomorrow here on ESPN Radio, as we mentioned. And uh, I'm Randy Bushcutter. Thanks so much for joining us. And I want to say goodnight, everybody. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.